Put your hands together. 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 What's up, everybody? Thanks for coming out to UCB. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for coming out to put your hands together. Give it up for yourselves for coming out and supporting the arts. <laughs> yeah. Is anybody not clapping already? Oh, you're not here to support the arts. Were you here for celebrity sightings? Huh? JK, I'm fucking with you, dude. Give it up for this guy right here, rocking the mean cargo pants, looking good. Thank you for coming out. Cargo on cargo. You guys, t- are you guys, you guys are all together? Sick, dude. <laughs> Get to know each other. You know what I mean? You wore khaki cargos. You wore khaki cargos. Mix it up. Mix it up. When you see someone like a kindred spirit, you got to embrace that, right? There are not that many people that you are kindred to out there. I mean, you can, you sure you can be open. Oh, yeah. You should be open. But when you see someone, you're like, ooh, that's a similar bird to this bird. Say hi. Don't be afraid of the similar bird. Don't feel like it's going to threaten you. It's going to amplify the species. And maybe you could sing a song together. You know what I mean? That's beautiful shit. I love this stuff. (laughs) Fuck, don't let this be a misconnection. Let this be a connection. Connection. Connect. Swap emails right now. You guys Facebook friends? Yeah, yeah, just get it out. Just store it right now, right? This, I, don't, I don't want to mess this up. You know, this could be like fucking friends for life shit. And these guys are like, I don't, don't be timid to make an adult male friend. It's challenging. Oh, they don't want you to do it. They want you to be lonely, smoking cigars in some loser lounge with the other nobodies. Not you guys. All right, get your phone. You were right. You were right. You were right. Get that phone now. Maybe, okay, Facebook friends. You're on Facebook, sir? Sir, face perfect. You can just do Facebook. You don't have to do. You don't have to open up the Hotmail Pandora's box. <laughs> Lord knows how sticky it gets in there. <laughs> I'm serious. You guys have not. Did you guys do it yet? I don't have the Facebook app. I use. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! You what? It takes a little longer. Holy shit. I understand not having Messenger, but the app, you gotta have the Facebook app. This is fucking weird, dude. You guys, you have the app, though. That, if, he didn't also, if he also did not have the app. <laughs> Goosebumps. Right, I'm freaking out. I'm hot. I, I wore my jean jacket because um, I'm hosting for Cameron Esposito tonight. She couldn't be here. I'm happy to do, happy to be here for Give for Cameron and her, her absence. It's just too fucking hot to wear a jacket on stage right now. Woo! Woo! Especially with all the chemistry happening. Man, you guys have mutual friends? Did you see? No, I don't. No. I bet they got, like, a bunch of them. So I'm like, how come I haven't seen you at a party yet? Dude, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you will. That's cool. Uh, give it for these guys for being good sports. I was, I was kind of busting chops. You're fucking friends now. How metal is that, dude? Friendship. I hope no one's upset that I'm wearing my white bucks tonight. I know it's after Labor Day, but I am a bad boy. I hope I established that early with my sartorial choices. This is the kind of show you're going to get. Counterculture? You bet. You got to give a rip with the blue blood, say, ha, ha, ha. Nope, you got me pegged wrong. Don't care. I did go rust in the pants. Very autumn. Mm. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen that the pumpkin spice latte is back. Yes, yes, yes. That way, when you're at Starbucks, you know who's in the seasonal mood and who is not. I like it. I know you guys are like Paul. I kind of feel like pumpkin spice latte material has been done to death, right? <laughs> right. That's what you were thinking, right? I nailed that. I, I talked about it maybe five years ago. There's an old video clip of me performing right here on this stage talking about the pumpkin spice latte. I'm freaking out. <laughs> yeah, I get chills. Uh, I'm happy to be back here in Los Angeles. I was, uh, I was up in Humboldt County. <laughs> Fuck yeah, where well, there's my burners. There they are. There they are. They're here. They're stoned. Get used to it. 
<laughs> I love her. They're doing a comedy festival. There's this great, there's this great comedy magazine up there called Savage Henry. Uh, it's an independently produced comedy marijuana magazine. It's very cool, and they put on this uh, comedy festival. So we get to go up there, and they give us edibles as payment. And they paid too much, you know what I mean? These things were crazy. You shouldn't get visuals from eating weed. You shouldn't. But when you do, yes, you know what I mean? Awesome, a little extra. It was so fun. They had all these random things. Um, they have a very big street kid culture. Real big. Because there's all these like trimmers and people in the weed industry just coming out there like kicking it in the plaza. Just hanging out in the plaza, just having dirty black clothes. So black and so dirty that they're brown and light brown. That's dirty. When your blacks get brown, you, pff, dirty. A tide stick ain't doing shit, you know what I mean? Just handing out tide stick to homeless people. That's hilarious. Uh, they would not appreciate it. They would eat it. Had a lot of fun up there. Got fucked with a little bit. I'm at the age now where like teenagers are fucking with me. Like teenage girls will like flirt with me. And I'll be like, oh, this is interesting. And then, like, I'll notice, like, four of their friends just laughing. Just fucking laughing. This real weird, awkward girl came up to me, and she was like, oh, my God, you look like a 12-year-old Elvis. And then she pulled my hair down. And I was just like, get away from me, you challenging human being. I can't deal with this much personality. I was on mushrooms. I couldn't. I was like, mm, 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 mm. Too much, too much. Must get out. Uh, it was fun. Uh, a bunch of people from different cities were there. Uh, lots, a lot of people from L.A. drove up in a van together. Uh, a lot of guys from Denver and gals and uh, people from San Francisco. And we even had a, a, so a wiffle ball tournament. Yeah, how wholesome is that? How, how lovely. We got up there in the sun, swung little yellow bats around. Oh, it was nice. It was nice. I'm not, I never did a dodgeball or kickball thing as an adult. So for me, it was like, oh, I'm living the millennial lifestyle. I'm rocking that millennial cock right now. Dude, L.A. Chronics, we got in there, swung the big bats, pitched the mean game. We fucking won that shit. Give it up. <laughs> Hometown heroes, and we're back, okay? We brought home a fucking trophy to you. Do you even know that? We did. <laughs> we did. We hoisted each other up on shoulders. We had a magical moment. And then we're like, you know what? Let's cap this bad baby off and go to the burrito spot that's sponsoring the event and get some free burritos and mimosas. <sighs> Fuck, yeah, dude. I love all of that shit. So we drive over there, and it's like one of those like cool Pacific Northwest like funky spots. You know what I mean? Orange paint, weird pictures, sassy little note cards everywhere, like, don't be nasty. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> our burritos are the best, but our service is not. <laughs> I fucking love that angle. We're not gonna be nice to you. And they weren't. They weren't nice to us. We walk in and the guy behind the counter, first of all, comb over, which is fine, hide it, but also a bad dye job. Sad. You know, angry. You're in Humboldt County. If you can't embrace going bald somewhere, <laughs> that's the place, dude. It's all happening there. We go in there, he's like, fuck everybody, fuck everybody. Now, uh, the line was long. There was like 13 of us. And I was like last in line or second to last in line. And believe it or not, in all my celebration after the wiffle ball tournament, I forgot my fucking lanyard. My little laminate that had my name on it to let them know that I was the real deal Holyfield. Now, meanwhile, let me... Uh, we've already talked about my outfit tonight. What I was wearing then was a tie-dyed polo shirt buttoned all the way up with a loud Navajo print hat. Okay, I'm in business. I was there on official looking like a motherfucker business, you know? Clearly, I was part of the crew. And I was like, I don't have my lanyard. Can I get my free burrito? And the guy was like, no, you cannot. I was like, <laughs> burritos? Okay, calm down. Uh, and I was just like, all right, dude, fine. I'll just fucking pay for it. I got it. Six bucks? <laughs> Yeah, I'll buy a burrito. I'll buy two burritos and just leave one. <laughs> Fucking, you gotta buy it. Such a dick. I was like, fine, I'll buy it. And then he threw me a third piece of sass after I had agreed to purchase it. Nope. No, 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 no. You have now taken one step too far, my friend. I'm gonna put down that mean eye contact and I'm gonna throw that sass right back at you. 
and I got kicked out of the burrito place. It was like new. It was like fucking noon. It's a whole place. Their whole thing is like, we're assholes. I throw a little back talk back, and what do I get? Bounced out of the burrito spot. My friends are all drinking mimosas in the back. All of them. Twelve people pounding pitchers of mimosas with giant burritos. And I was out there holding the dick, just like a sad little camper. That's the sad thing. The counterculture, when it becomes so insular up there in these isolated places, they get a little bold. So you will be out of business because I will fucking take my $12 that I didn't spend here and I'm going to get a small business loan. I'm going to fucking bury you. Juan's Burritos of Arcata, California. Not making a return visit. I'm so sweaty right now. Uh, guys, are you guys having a good time? Obviously you are. Give it up for yourselves. We got a real whiz-bang show for you cooked up tonight. I'm so happy that you're here. Ladies and gentlemen, put your paws together for the fantastic Jenny Slate, everybody. (laughs) Jenny Slate, everybody. That's like the best motorcycle sound effect I've ever heard in my entire fucking life. Oh my god! You guys realize? Uh, if you guys, you guys have all checked out the podcast before, and as you know, a lot, some of the comedians don't put their their sets don't appear on it uh, because um, for whatever the fuck reason. And uh, I don't think Jenny's put her set on there. So you all guys got some exclusive shit tonight. How great is that? Give it for Jenny that wonderful set. I'm having a great time. I love your your sandals, ma'am. Those are really wonderful. Those are cool. Hey, your shoes are cool too. Your shoes are cool. Too. I like. It. Hey, uh, okay. Socks into those bushes. Uh, that's tight. That's tight. That's very bold. And man, very cute. Very cute. Look at that whole front row. Cute foot here. <laughs> Great, guys. That was fun. <laughs> I really like that. Uh, I'm really excited to bring this next performer to the stage. Uh, he's really fantastic. Put your hands together for Pat Sussmilch, everybody. <laughs> It's a slow fade on that music. Um, so my friend's dog has the same name as my mom, which makes things really weird, uh, especially because last week the dog ran away, so now they've got two things in common. Uh, that's just a joke, you guys. The dog didn't run away. Uh, so I'm, uh, I'm bad at dating. I don't know why. It's just when like a lady gets up to go to the bathroom, I'm like, you're coming back, right? <laughs> I also go on dates with very strange women. Uh, recently, I went on a date with a lady. In the middle of our first date, she looked at me and she said, Pat, when I first saw the Twin Towers go down, I knew it was an inside job. Because that's what you say on a first date. <laughs> Then I found out that she's 23, which means she was nine when that happened. (laughs) What nine-year-old sees the World Trade Center collapse and is like, nope. (laughs) Doesn't add up. Just ran the Lego simulations. It didn't match at all. (laughs) Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got to go not vaccinate my dolls. So I asked her out again. (laughs) Went and saw the movie Frozen. Ooh, yeah, I got really into that movie. She was like trying to make out and I was slapping her away like, I gotta find out what happens to Elsa, get out of (laughs) here. God, I just loved that movie so much. Did you you know that there was a group of conservative (laughs) bloggers that thought the movie Frozen was pushing a homosexual agenda? Yeah, there's apparently a group of bloggers out there that think all homosexuals have secret ice powers. <laughs> Which doesn't make any sense why they're against gay marriage. If you think they're wizards, why would you want to make them angry? <laughs> like, an angry wizard, that's like the worst kind of wizard, you guys. <laughs> Just blows my mind that people saw the big musical number, Do You Want to Build a Snowman? And said, Hey... That's about bumping muffs. <laughs> Which I know bumping muffs is not how you do it, uh, regardless of what Cosmo says. 
powers. Just love it. I would love secret ice powers. Gay sex is where it comes from. Like, I watched gay porn for an hour and a half last night trying to get secret ice powers, and nothing happened. My computer froze, but that was from all the viruses. Because I don't use antivirus software when I look at porn, because it feels better that way. I mean, not that I didn't get nothing out of it. I'm, like, into dudes, you know? Like, I know there's a lot of people like, wait a minute, you said you were on a date with a girl earlier. I'm confused. And, like, you think you're confused. I have to to clarify now. Like, 30% into dudes, which is 70% straight, which is passing. But, like, we all had a friend in high school that things got weird with, right? (laughs) Best friend, you go to a party, super crowded, you just want to sit down on the couch, but it's all full up, so you sit real close together, and then everyone else gets up, and you just kind of stay there a little longer than you should. We've all been there. We've all had a best friend that gets a girlfriend, you're like, the fuck is this? And you keep hanging out all the time until the girlfriend's got to set you aside and say, hey, Pat, why do you keep hanging out? And you say, I guess I'm just jealous. And then she says, oh, Pat, I don't like you that way. And then you say, yup, that's what I meant, and run away. (laughs) Mm. We've all had that. Show of hands. (laughs) Show of hands. All right, some of you are lying. That's cool. That's cool. I'll admit, like, I got real good at repressing those feelings to the point that I didn't even notice anything remotely gay. Like, I once did a show at a gay bar, and I didn't even realize it was a gay bar for about three hours. Showed up, they're just blasting Lady Gaga. I thought, yup, popular music, that makes sense. All of the waiters looked like they were chiseled from marble and sent from the gods to tempt me. And I just thought, yup, attractive people are waiters. They get more tips. That makes total sense. There's a dude in the corner giving another dude a back rub, and I just thought, yup, tough day at the steel mill. You gotta unwind. <laughs> Wasn't until I went into the men's room and saw that it was completely clean. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is a gay bar. And then hung out for another couple hours. (laughs) Uh, Guys, I didn't always crush it 24-7 at comedy. Um, About five years ago, me and some friends, we made video games for the Xbox Live Indie Games channel. Don't worry about it. No one's ever heard of it. We were making fun little games. Um, The first game we made was called Cold War Commander. And in it, you played as Ronald Reagan. And the whole point was to collect enough jelly beans to build up power to punch down the Berlin Wall. (laughs) You know, historically accurate. And we had another game that we were going to make. This one was called Charles Darwin, Shut Up and Evolve. Uh, In it, you played as Charles Darwin. You sailed down to the Galapagos Islands and then just punted flightless birds into the ocean. Uh, And here's the thing, Microsoft wouldn't let us make it. (laughs) They sent us a message that said, no one's going to want to play a game where you just throw birds at shit. (laughs) Yeah, I'm still angry. I'm still angry. I could have had all the money, you guys. Could have had all the money. Usually that gets like a much larger response. (laughs) That was my big closer. So just applaud, and we'll edit it so it looks like I killed it. Thanks, guys. Pat Sussmilch, everybody. Uh, I realize uh, everybody seemed pretty enthralled with my uh, burrito problem I ran into last weekend. Uh, there's, there's actually a little more to the story... And I'm, it's gonna, I'm not going to drag it out. You already look bored, guy. Uh, and I don't want to piss you off, for sure. I'm very intimidated by you. 
Um, so the, the fest, that was early in the festival when the, the burrito incident, as it became to know, and everybody was asking about it, it was very embarrassing. I felt like I was becoming a problem character. True story. I am. I am a problem character, but I don't like it to be exposed, you know. So we're at the final, the final show, and someone had slipped me some extra drugs, and it was just, like, not my fault. But uh, I was on them, a lot of them. And, uh, and I, I got up late in this program, and I was, I was talking about the burrito story. I was so heated from it. It had just happened. It was all running through my veins. And, uh, and then I was talking about this wonderful pizzeria that I went to instead. Pete's. Forgot to give it up to Pete's. This is on. This is being recorded. Pete's up in Arcata. Fucking great bur- bur- Not burritos. <laughs> the burritos you don't serve, but the pizza was good. I had a garlic knot that was great, and the service was wonderful. <laughs> you know when you get great service from a dude in a backwards cap with tats all over, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Cool, man. Good for you. Not even a little sarcastic bullshit. This guy could have been an EMT. You know, he had that many tattoos. <laughs> Fucking cool. Uh, I'm, at, I'm at this final show, and I'm talking about how great pizza's in this lady. goes, uh, Pete used to work for me. And I was like, fantastic. Get up here. I want to hear about how great Pete is, because this guy moved me. He moved me with his pizzas. The Knickerbocker, fantastic. He had a hot wing pizza that... It was powerful. It was powerful. It was powerful, bold flavors, and they had blue cheese, and I, I was indulging. It was very good. I was off my diet. It was all cheat days the whole time. So she comes up, and, uh... Guys, it was the manager of the fucking burrito place. She fucking came to the show, pretended to know Pete, to sneak up there and throw some attitude my way. Guess what she did? Ruined my set with awkward commentary. We tried to have banter. You know what she tried to do? Be nasty with me. Can you believe that? If I brought you up here, would you be nasty to me? Fuck no. Would you? Fuck no. Ma'am? Fuck no. This lady? Oh yeah. Nasty. Ruined my set. Kind of like what just happened right here. All screech to a halt. Just fucking... And it's very hard to dig it out when you're on psychedelics. It's very hard to dig it out. It's hard to turn on that Dean Martin, you know, just like freshen it up. Didn't happen. I had to just get off the stage and almost fell down doing it. Yikes. There's one thing that does not get your credibility with a crowd going. It's uh, falling down. We know there's not like obstacle. There's a cord, okay. But this was a big. It was very scary for a moment there. But uh, I made it. I'm here, and you know what? I think that we said it before. But uh, Juan's burritos in Arcata, not a place to hit on your marijuana vacation. <laughs> You're into marijuana tourism. You want to skip that burrito place uh, and you want to hit Pete's up or Dom's in the Plaza. They've got some good stuff there. I'm so glad. I'm sorry. I, I hate to be, uh, you know, bring up all the commercial stuff, but you know they are paying the bills here today, so we got to give it up for them. <laughs> they're not. They're not. Don't give it up too hard. I don't want to piss off the actual sponsors of this this podcast. <laughs> uh, guys, I'm excited to bring up this next comedian. He is one of my favorites. I've seen him around town for years. Uh, he's one of the founders of uh, the Comedy Garage, cult legend, fantastic program. Uh, they got a documentary on Hulu. He's fantastic. He's also got a great podcast, the Sports Gambling Podcast. Put your mitts together for the one and only Sean Green, everybody. <laughs> Keep it going for Paul Danky, everyone. His burrito backstory. It's like, <laughs> Paul, they have Yelp. You can just take care of that on Yelp. <laughs> it's like, we, we just read through Paul's Yelp profile. But he brought the attitude and the sass, and that's what I appreciate from a live Yelp reading. Good times, guys. I uh, recently had a birthday. Yeah, give it up for getting older. Anyone else experiencing time pass by? <laughs> yeah, we all are. It's pretty cool. One thing I do enjoy about getting older is you get to see which one of your shithead friends from high school ends up becoming a school teacher. Anyone else have that experience? My buddy came in. <laughs> my buddy came into the room the other day. He goes, "Dude, turns out I'm teaching honors English." <laughs> Like, confused by it? He goes, I've read two books in my entire life. Artie Lang's biography 
and Jurassic Park the movie, the novel. Like the thing they put out after the movie was a hit with a lot of pictures. What he's reading. That's why I don't believe in conspiracy theories, right? Because every conspiracy theory has been pitched to me from one of my friends that I went to high school with after he watched a YouTube video. And then they start talking to you like they're a scientist, like, hey, Sean, we all know steel can melt uh, only at 4,000 degrees Celsius, but jet fuel can only ignite up to 3,000 degrees Celsius. Explain that. Like, aren't you the guy who got kicked out of culinary school for stealing nitrous? <laughs> You're not a smart man. <laughs> Paul mentioned I ho- a co-host of Sports Gambling Podcast. Big football fan. Love football. <laughs> so it's, guys, you don't have to pretend to like football. I get it. Um, I'm just, I'm like the only guy who watches football. But um, I was watching this documentary. You guys like those, though, right? Sadly, it was about football. But still... I was watching a documentary about Lawrence Taylor, and they asked Lawrence Taylor, they go, uh, Lawrence Taylor was just a sociopath on and off the field. And they asked Lawrence Taylor, they go, what were you thinking, Lawrence, the first time you tested positive for cocaine? Which was hilarious that they had to specify, but his, his reaction was great. He goes, to be honest, I was shocked. After all, I was buying urine. Now imagine a world where you're doing so much fucking cocaine that even the guys you go to buy urine off of are also testing positive for cocaine. Probably to buy more cocaine, you sell LT urine. They, he's also had, uh, I don't know how to, the best euphemism I can come up with was hooked up with some underage girls, uh, prostitutes, and... Uh, they asked his wife about it. This is an insane documentary. They asked his wife what she thought of the incident, and he, the wife was great. She goes, what's he supposed to do? ID these bitches? And that made me question whether or not I've ever experienced real love. Because that's a level of commitment my girlfriend is not willing to get on board with. Can't even get her to support my choice of socks and sandals. I know it looks horrible, but it's comfortable, baby. It's just being me. Dude, I went to a uh, college where football was big. I went to Penn State, and Penn State used to be known for football. Till this knucklehead by the name of Jerry Sandusky came to town. Now, um, another euphemism of hooking up with underage kids. Uh, horrible story. For years, like, the, the cops kind of knew something was going on. They weren't able to arrest him. You know who the Penn State police were able to arrest spring semester 2001? Sean Green. For possession of 0.1 milligrams of marijuana. How do I know it was 0.1 milligrams of marijuana? Because I watched them weigh it on my own digital scale. So they're like, no, you can't do that! Not on my own scale, No! So, that was fun. They ended up firing him, obviously, because he's also a horrible defensive coordinator. And they fired the head coach, Joe Paterno, coaching legend, because they thought he was turning a blind eye. And and all my friends were upset. They're like, can you believe it, John? Can you believe they fired legendary coach Joe Paterno just because he may have not reported sexual abuse? Can you believe it? I go, yeah, I can believe it. I got fired from a job at Penn State for being a little heavy-handed with the cold cuts on the on-campus Quiznos. So yeah, I can believe they got fired. It's a true story, guys. Got fired from the Penn State Quiznos, decided to pack up and move out here to Los Angeles to pursue my dream of working at a Quiznos west of the Mississippi. Was I able to achieve it? Yeah. <laughs> it was harder than you'd think, though. Because I went to my first Quiznos interview with Quiznos experience and did not get the job. Now, yeah, normally you just hang up your smock and you call it a career. Not old Sean Gray. Okay? Got a little thing called gumption, okay? So after I got rejected by the La Brea Quiznos, I took my ass down to the Culver City Quiznos, where they have a more lax hiring process. 
I'll never forget it. In the interview, the guy ended the interview by going, I'm going to give you this job. Just one last question. God, I don't want this pressure. He goes, do you live here or are you on vacation? Yes, sir, I'm on vacation. The worst fucking vacation of my life. I could catch rays on the beach, but why ne next to this toasting oven for eight hours a shift? <laughs> Wait, you pay me for this? No. I just love the idea that he had to ask that question. Like, who burned him, right? Because there was some guy climbing up the Quiznos ladder and just decides to bolt, like, what happened? This vacation's over. You were on vacation. Why didn't you tell me? This will never happen again. Worst part about fast food. Sorry, quick service food industry. A lot of negative stereotypes with fast food. Quiznos doesn't want to be tied to. The worst part is the training videos, right? Like... Look at me, guys. Do I look like a sandwich rookie by any means? No, okay? <laughs> Giving you my backstory on sandwiches. I've eaten them, made them, seen them, the whole nine. So, yet here I am, watching a training video on how to make a sandwich. Now, if that's not humiliating enough, my boss is standing five feet across from me, watching me watch the video <laughs> on how to make a sandwich. And I'm like, oh my God, I should kill myself. I'm like, no, Sean, don't give up, okay? You got a sweet employee discount. Let's see how this thing shakes out. <laughs> Watch the video. The host comes out. He goes, everyone loves their new honey bourbon chicken sandwich. Right, Jay Leno? Jay Leno made a cameo in the Quiznos training video. And that's when I wanted to kill myself. Because I was like, holy shit, Jay Leno's the most successful comedian in the world, and he's still working for Quiznos. <laughs> All right, give it up for your host, Paul Danky, everyone. Sean Green. <laughs> Putting Quiznos on blast, you know I enjoyed that as a customer service guy, you know, I get that. I got all of that. All of that was just boom, right in the gut. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Mmm. Mmm, their honey bourbon chicken sucks. It does suck. They put too much effort into it, and it's hot in there because of the ovens. Doesn't smell as bad as Subway. Subway smells worse. They got them on, on odor. Subway's winning them on heat, though. Mm. Who knows what the deal is, you know? I don't go to either of them anymore. Did that sound too, like, Hollywood exclusive? Like, I changed? Like, I've forgotten my roots? Like, I can't go to a fucking subway anymore? Because I have. <laughs> I have. It's over. It's over. Uh, you know what's not over? This program. We have a couple more fantastic performers for you. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. We on TRL. Throw me that woo up. Oh, shit. Oh, spring break. Oh, we get this top off. Uh, top staying on, guys. Hey, one more of those, and it won't. All right, don't. Don't try me. Um, <laughs> pals. Esteemed pals of the room. All my great pals. We've fucking bonded so far. I feel like I've had not enough time with you guys, but what a closeness. What a, a few, a few closed-off body languages. Did you just not working out? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> You're closed off, and we had such a break. For the, I'm talking to, uh, for everybody at home. I'm talking to guy number one in the cargo pants who's now rocking a closed-arm piece of body language coming my way. <laughs> Oh, you're rubbing your arm, and you're... Oh, are you on Molly? Are you on Molly? Just getting that rubbing? Oh, dude, I get that. I've been there, too. That's... <laughs> Rub on, player. <laughs> you know? Keep rubbing. Jeez. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to bring up the next performer. She is one of my absolute favorites. I actually own some of her merch, and that is saying something. Put them together for Kate Berlin, everybody. <laughs> Merch. I actually have some merch for sale tonight, guys. Um, it's a dollar. And it was made under some, some of uh, just the most brutal labor practices you could ever imagine. So that's for sale tonight. In the alley. Where I'll be. 
Do you guys fuck? Not a lot of fear. (laughs) Yeah, what I hear in that laughter is hesitation, fear. Okay. Maybe the ghost of your grandmother and your grandfather, right? Kind of pushing down your shoulders. Hey, yeah. (laughs) And you have to kind of learn how to release that. I did after years. And even still, I feel kind of haunted by the memory of that... um, Repression and oppression, and they sound similar. Is it a coincidence? Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, it's the way language works. It's the way it absolutely tends to work. Mm. I was just having a moment alone uh, backstage, sort of with my phone and my purse. And as you know, as women, we're socialized against seeing solitude as a space of productivity, right? So I knew that in taking that very sort of private space, that was a political gesture. <laughs> See that? See that? Even physically, the metaphor? That, I was taking space. Okay? You have to fucking, you have to take it. Or else it won't be there. People go, all right, where's the space? Well, you didn't make, you didn't make space for it. <laughs> it's a classic accident. Mm. This is kind of a very powerful visual metaphor for what we've lost. Right now, I kind of have sitting in that chair somebody who passed away. Uh, I want to name names. Josh, that's his name. Um, is there a Josh here, actually? I don't mean to... I know it's radio, but... Okay, because I did sense when I first walked in here, oh, someone died recently here. But I, um, it could have just been... No, it could either just be... Maybe I'm just picking up on an actual Josh. Is there a Josh in this area? No, okay, sure. Hi, Josh? Is your name Josh? Okay, wow. So... <laughs> I mean, I know sort of, at first when no one spoke up, I went, oh, Joshy, you know, because I know it's a very kind of Josh thing to be like, no, not me, right? So, which is fine. But uh, I knew, I was like, well, statistically, there's eight to 12 in here. So I knew that somebody would have to speak up. But uh, so it's almost funny. Of course, this is not planned. So I almost, almost completely lined up the stool with the actual Josh. So, Wow. <laughs> I'm not here to talk about God. I won't even try. But what is that? <laughs> you know, those forces, what are they? It's like the mystery of it. Like when you send in a letter and it just gets there <laughs> to where you want it to go. Like what is that force that sends it? I don't want to know. I guess I am a dreamer. Just kind of wrapping the cord around my elbow in that moment to sort of anchor myself in the moment and go, yeah, you are of this world, and yet you are not. (laughs) Just constantly between the two. Torn, even. I'll use the word torn. Because it's violent. And I emerged violently. (laughs) From my mother. Who's here? No. Okay. Never felt more free. Really, there is a sense. Maybe in my, in my gait, there's kind of a sense. I, of course, did quit my internship um, <laughs> very recently. But that's not it. No. That's not it. That can't be it. Should I cut my hair? No, thank you. It was a very strong... <laughs> so, so I won't. But we can, you know, were I too, it would be, of course, a very bold career move. And... Uh, <laughs> It could ma- would maybe change my gait, I think. So I guess we can change, or can we? It's a big question. I don't have enough time to talk about it now, but just by kind of delicately, almost effortlessly, just very subtly planting the seed, you'll go home, you'll think about it. Next thing you know, you're driving down the 405 real fast. You go, oh, God, I'm changing, right? So that's the beauty of live performance, okay? And I kind of do this motion to um, just call into question the possibility of communication, is it possible? Yes, hello, the show, right, so. Hmm. Do you guys think you can, like, miss someone that you've never met? Do you think it's possible? I don't know anymore. You know, it's like you're just born into this world and you're like, who gave me this pain, you know? Who gave me this desire? Who gave me this iPad? 
and you just keep going. You know, as many of you know, I, of course, don't adhere to calendrical cycles because they're inherently violent. <laughs> but, but lately, I mean, it's hard to believe, but I actually, I was 14 months. And um, the next year, almost like clockwork, 15, right? So I've had the sense now for a few years that we're almost proceeding in a linear fashion. I go, uh-uh, but then it seems okay. And, but I have to say, sometimes it becomes called into question. I mean, that's why I like performing here in places like Baltimore, is that you guys just, you just get it. You know, it doesn't matter where we are because it's about where we're going to go. That didn't have as explosive as an effect as I was imagining. Use the stool. Okay, don't use the stool. I won't use it for the rest of the set. Okay, that's an industry term. Um. <sighs> so interesting. Somebody here has the laugh of somebody who deceived me. And... Um, <laughs> See that? I almost... Because it really... When I first heard it, it was so strange because intellectually I knew, you know, Kate, they're not here, right? But emotionally, the wounds are so deep that... (laughs) I almost came out of my body for a second. But now I'm back and I'm remembering the sense of community that can never be broken. Right? So I am going to have to get out of here, which is hard. Uh... But I do have merch for sale. Uh, so that's it for me. I'm Kate Berlant. Thank you all so much. Kate Berlant, everybody, get that merch. We're at the uh, we're at the pinnacle, the final moment of the evening, and I'm so pleased to bring to you your final performer for the night. He's a good pal of mine. Give him a warm welcome. Put your hands together for Christian Duguay, everybody. <laughs> and for Paul Danke, one more time. <laughs> Clap for Paul Danke one more time for the eighth time. Clap for Paul Danke. Guys, have good Labor Day weekends. Fun. I watched Fatal Attraction. One thing I learned from 80s movies is people really love to have sex standing up. They really love to just fuck against a wall in an 80s movie. Have you ever tried to do that? Have you ever tried to actually... Your hands give out and then you're both standing there like connected like two praying mantises who were blown off of a tree trying to have sex? Like your genitals are just shaking hands. Nice to meet you. It's... There's a lot of ways to have sex, but eventually there's really just two ways to have sex, is the point of that. I, uh, something else I miss from the 80s, I miss CDs. Remember CDs? It's like we have all of our songs on our computers now, everything, and I just listen to nothing because it's so overwhelming, just one song over and over. But when you had a CD, it was like you'd listen to it over and over, and then you'd lose it, and then you'd be like... I guess I'll just be a different person now. I guess I'll just move on with my life and learn from this. Like, when I lost my Spin Doctors CD, I grew into an adult man. I learned, I learned who I was. I grew up in an era with... Uh, the whole generation was like, I want to rock! And, like, no one was telling us not to rock. No one was saying don't rock. Rock is very impotent when no one's telling you not to rock. You can't kill rock and roll! And then rap just murdered it. Just, <laughs> just fucking murdered it. Dead. Destroyed it completely. <sighs> yeah, rock and roll's dead. There's a little bit of it left. There's like some dudes that are on stage like, oh yeah, why not? Like, they'd be just as happy like hosting a TV Guide channel. <laughs> like it's just not alive anymore. It's completely dead. You ever have anyone uh, tell you how to Google something? I asked my friend, how many calories are in this beer? He goes, Google this. Calories beer. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Thank you for telling me what my question was. Was that my question? Thank you so much. I was just going to put on a pair of ski mittens and pound the keyboard. (laughs) Just see what came up. I was going to type in beverage of some kind in me. Energy units. Fat do I get? Eventually. See if that gave me my answer. 
You ever, uh, you ever Google on Yahoo and really mix it up, make a cocktail out of it? Make it ex- Yahoo's terrible. You put in information in Yahoo and it's like, want to make cupcakes and buy web space? The weather in Denver's good. It's like calling someone's great-grandmother for information. Yahoo, how many calories are in beer? Joshua's an architect now. I think someone's moving my furniture. Do you need a couch? The weather in Denver is good. I asked my friend why Google was better than Yahoo. He goes, it's the algorithm. Oh, it's the algorithm. Okay. So you also don't know why Google's better than Yahoo. It's the algorithm. I have one of those friends who like, just thinks he knows everything. You know, like, just Not the real everything, but just shit that doesn't matter. Like, we live in a plutocracy, not a democracy. Led Zeppelin was just copying the blues bands of the time. Like that person, you know that guy? Everyone has a friend who's like, I don't stream videos. I rent them from Netflix and I rip them. And then I own every movie and I rule the world from my apartment made of atonal jazz. <laughs> that man. Everyone knows that man. I showed him a picture of, uh, there's a, there's, this happened recently, a dolphin saving a dog. I was like, check out this dolphin saved a dog. He goes, yeah, dolphins save dogs all the time. <laughs> dolphins save dogs all the time? You, you're saying that. Yeah, it's a known fact. They save dogs all the time. And I looked it up. They save dogs all the time. They save dogs. It's happened like seven times. That's 700 times more than it should have happened. I, uh, I, I smoke pot. So does everybody here. It's not a risky thing to talk about. There's too much pot now. There's, we, we're eating it all the time. We're grazing on it like cattle. No one has fun when they're eating pot. No one's like, oh, yeah, I just chilled out in front of the TV. It's always like you eat half a cookie, and you're like, ah, I'm not stoned yet. Eat another half. It's like you've been bitten by a rattlesnake. You're wandering through the desert. I killed my neighbor! How do you think I killed my neighbor? Like, someone gave me, there's just too much. He gave me, like, an edible, it wasn't, like, a Rice Krispies treat, but it was made out of Fruit Loops. What are we doing? What's happening? Like, oh, yeah, it's, the doctor says I need to trip balls at 2.30. Or I get really stressed out about work. I get, this is too much. The Fruit Loop treat for a cancer patient? That's just mocking. Here's a lollipop. Remember childhood? You're dying. It's a ridiculous, ridiculous. When I was, there's... When I was a kid, you had to, like, have a friend, and he would have an older brother, and, like, he'd drive you into the woods, and there'd be a guy with no pants in a shack named something like Mitchell. You had to hang out with him for an hour while he threw M80s at his dog. It wasn't easy. You had to, like, smoke half the bag with him while he played bass in his underwear. He couldn't leave because he had, like, a, a grenade or a stick of dynamite on the counter. It was death-defying. If it was illegal again, it'd be more fun, I think. That's what I'm saying. Penises? Should we talk about penises? Okay. Um, my penis is a normal size penis. I, I've seen 12, and I can say it's an average normal size penis. Uh, but here's the thing about penises. A penis is never the same size ever. It's a constantly changing animal. Like, sometimes you go in, and it's so small. It's You go in, and you're like, what? No! Then no one can know this moment! It's terrifying. You're embarrassed in front of yourself. Sometimes it's bigger than you thought it was going to be, and you just wish someone would like, see it on accident. Just be like, no! Well, now you know. Now you know. Now you've seen my penis. I, uh, any, any musical fans here? Any guys into musicals? I, uh, I feel like the only people that are into musicals are people that were in musicals in high school. They love musicals. They love them so much! They're musicals, they're serious business of musicals. The worst part about a musical to me is like the transition from talking to singing for no reason whatsoever. It's embarrassing for everybody watching. There's always a scene that's like, hey, where are you going? Uh, I'm moving out. Oh, I guess we'll never talk again. I guess I'll never breathe again. Love again. And I'm telling you tonight. There's a lot of telling you tonight in musicals. I'm telling you tonight right now and here in this moment. Now I know who I am more than I did 10 minutes ago. Like 20 moments of self-realization in every musical. 
Les Mis was the worst. Les Mis was just like, no talking at all. Just songs obviously about nothing. Just, you came into my house and you asked me for water. When I told you I only have tea. Like, it's not a song. We know it's not a song, you asshole. Hugh Jackman. This crumb of bread. This tiny crumb of bread. No one feels that much. No one ever feels that much in a moment. All right, guys, that's it for me. Have a good night. What did I tell you? He's fantastic. Christian Duguay, everybody. Mm-hmm. That's our show. What a fantastic night of entertainment you had. You're welcome. You're quite welcome. Laugh, clap, enjoy that moment of, fuck, I got $5 worth of entertainment. And then some. Burritos. Burritos. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know, dude. I know. I'd love to tee off and just light it up for another 15, but you know what, man? That ain't the way the cookie's crumbling tonight. We're going to have to schedule another time for you guys to see me perform, and that's fine. I'm fine. You can follow me on Twitter. You'll find it that way, at Paul Danky. Ooh, gross. Do you hear that? Plug myself. I swear I'll play cooler next time, guys. Give it up for Christian DeGay. Give it up for Pat Sussmilch, Sean Green, Kate Lent, Jenny Slate. Uh, give it for me again. I crushed it, for sure. And for my two new best friends. I'm glad that this happened. I'm glad that you guys are now together, brothers in cargo. Keep it up. Keep it real. Have a good night. Thank you very much. Enjoy the show. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together, put your hands together, put your hands together, put your hands together, get ready to laugh with your hands together, put your hands together, get ready to clap with your hands together, put your hands together. This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I mean, Jazos. <laughs> ruler of the eighth circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.